There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, January 10th. I'm Jacob Cohen. I've got Mark Dent here with me today, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we've got a good Tuesday podcast ahead for you. If you live in the U.S., there's a good chance you cook with a gas stove in your house. Well, Mark's going to be breaking down a potential ban on gas stoves in the United States and the pushback that may come with it. But first, we've got a rundown for you. Let's take a look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack a All right, first things first, Disney employees must work in office four days a week starting March the 1st. CEO Bob Iger has declared it's one of the big workplace changes he's made since returning to the role in November. He wrote in a memo to staff, in creative businesses like ours, nothing can replace the ability to connect, observe, and create with peers that comes from being physically together, nor the opportunity to grow professionally by learning from leaders and mentors. We'll see what the pushback to that is. Moving along, Rolls-Royce had a record 2022 with the ultra-luxury automaker selling a record 6,021 cars last year at an average price of, brace yourself for this, $534,000. Sales were up 8% annually last year at Rolls-Royce, while the broader auto industry was down 8%. The U.S. was the largest individual market, by the way, for the company in 2022, responsible for around 35% of global sales. Moving along, we've got some rough new venture capital data to look at from Crunchbase regarding investments in diverse founders. Black founders raised $2.3 billion, or around just 1% of the $216 billion in U.S. venture capital funding distributed in 2022, representing a slight drop from 2021's 1.3%. In Q4, the data shows black startup founders raised around $264 million of $33.6 billion in venture capital allocated or around 0.79% which is actually a jump from 0.43% in Q3. So a lot of work, obviously, to be done there. What else? PepsiCo is hoping Starry, a new lemon-lime soda it's rolling out, will lure Gen Z consumers and compete with Coke's Sprite. Thus far... Similar attempts, by the way, including with Sierra Mist, have been unable to topple Sprite's empire. Sierra Mist only had 0.1% share of the carbonated soft drinks market last year, compared to 6.9% for Sprite, according to Beverage Digest. Also, yesterday, more than 7,000 New York City nurses went on strike across two hospitals, citing staffing shortages, low pay, and unsafe conditions. The union representing them said an offer for 19% pay hikes isn't enough to alleviate the shortages, and the city has about 75,000 licensed registered nurses. So this is a large amount of nurses in New York City, according to CNN. And as of the time we recorded this, no deal has been reached. Some more labor news. Goldman Sachs is getting ready to shed thousands of jobs in an upcoming round of layoffs. 
around 3,200 to be specific. According to Bloomberg, it's mostly in its core trading and banking units, and the company has around 49,000 employees total. And in other news, some sad pasta news, pasta brand Ronzoni is discontinuing its tiny star-shaped pasta due to difficulties with a long-term supplier. That is unfortunate. Also, somehow I missed this the other day. Kohler released the Numi 2.0, which is an $8,500 toilet that brings you the finest, it says, in personal comfort and cleansing, which apparently means colored lighting, self-cleaning, hands-free opening, heating, and of course, Alexa-enabled speakers. And finally, brace yourself for the foot of destiny. FanDuel's upcoming Super Bowl commercial will feature a live attempt from Rob Gronkowski to kick a field goal. And if he makes it, bettors will get to split a $10 million pot to use for more bets. He will also be signing and auctioning off a replica of his foot, hence the foot of destiny. So don't miss out on that. Don't You don't want to miss out on the foot of destiny. That's for sure. Okay, Mark. So I got to say, I love cooking with a gas stove. And I don't love cooking with an electric stove. So tell me about the news here. Could there be a ban in the U.S. on gas stoves? Yes, Jacob, there actually is. According to Bloomberg, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is considering a ban on natural gas stoves. And that's for safety reasons, largely. You know, based on EPA standards, gas stoves produce unsafe levels of carbon monoxide and nitrogen dioxide, and that can lead to respiratory illness, cancer, cardiovascular disease. Mm. I think what's really driving this recent news about gas stoves is because it's been tied to childhood asthma. A study was released just last month in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health that showed gas stoves are a contributing factor in at least 12% of childhood asthma cases. Wow, that's crazy. It makes you think, like, what am I doing with a gas stove in my house? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it does. And I'm actually curious. I wanted to ask you, like, why? Why do you like gas stoves so much better than electric stoves? Well, I love the gas stove top, to be honest. I don't have any data to back this up, but I feel like if you ask any foodie chef maybe less so these days with like all the food influencers who use like those little electric stove tops but mm -hmm. like a real chef i feel like loves just the look of the flame being able to eye how hot something is using flames and i have to say i do as well and i have trouble cooking on an electric stove top because i can't see it I kind of used to share that same viewpoint. Like I remember even a couple of years ago when I was moving into a new apartment, the landlord said one of the perks to, to living in this cheap apartment that had a lot of old things was this very old stove that had an open <laughs> flame. And I was like, yeah, wow. you know, I guess he's right. It's a luxury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But, you know, there's been some good reporting, most prominently by Mother Jones, that has sort of gotten into maybe why we believe the gas stove is superior. Okay. I do think that there are, you know, some reasons like it does kind of look nice to cook something over a flame, you know, For maybe sure. it feels elemental almost. But like big gas has been just pumping a lot of money for decades and decades to sort of sway people into believing that cooking on a stove powered with gas instead of electricity is superior. Really? In the form of like marketing campaigns or what? Yeah. So, I mean, it goes back a long time. And again, I will cite this Mother Jones piece, which was just an extraordinary journalism where they kind of like identified even as far back as the 1930s, there was like some executive in the gas industry who came up with the slogan, 
cooking with gas. And then you'd start to see that slogan being used more or less as product placement inside of Looney Tunes cartoons. No way. Yeah. You would see Bob Hope, the former comedian, use that expression. And it sort of made its way into the vernacular. And then, you know, fast forward to today. I mean, I hear people say that every once in a while, but like there are just these almost like egregious uses of kind of influencers to promote the superiority of the open flame, if you will, of of the gas stove. Really? Yeah, yeah. And there was one that was highlighted uh, again by Mother Jones, where there was like an influencer who was cooking, I, I think maybe eggs or some sort of, you know, breakfast type of meal on a gas stove. And she just captioned it, did you know natural gas provides better cooking results? Pretty nifty, huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So just, you know, not exactly subtle. No, not subtle at all. <laughs> yeah, but I also throw this in that there is some nuance to this debate. Like, it's not just, hey, here's big, well-funded lobbying groups affiliated with the gas industry trying to promote their product. I mean, there are a lot of neutral parties who suggest that, you know, cooking indoors, period, which is a necessity, just carries some risks, kind of regardless of what type of equipment you have. Right. Like you could also, I imagine, set something on fire with an electric stove, and that's a risk. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's a risk. And, uh, you know, uh, studies have shown that different particles can still be put into the air by electric stoves, electric ovens, things like that. So there's, you know, there's some risk involved with everything. And and a lot of people suggest that, well, maybe instead of just really focusing on banning gas stoves or changing some regulations around them, we should be focused more on ventilation and things like that. However, it kind of goes without saying that when you just see that open flame there, it, it's going to be producing more than your average kind of just electrical stove. Okay. And is there anything else in this story that people should know? Yeah, I, I think there's one more thing. I, there's a couple ways of thinking about or, or framing this story. And one that we've largely been talking about is we think of like these foodies and, you know, these influencers who like to use gas stoves and, and they may prompt some, you know, wealthy person or at least upper middle class person who's buying a new home into wanting a gas stove. But there are roughly 40% of Americans have these gas stoves in their kitchens. And it's a lot of that is people who have old homes. Mm. And a lot of the people who have old homes are people with moderate to lower incomes. And the U.S. in many ways is sort of seeing this as an issue of equitability, which is that they think that these pollutants that are going into the air are affecting people who really have been forced to have these old appliances. And so even if there is no ban, even if there's no real changes coming along down the pike, there is something that's already being done, uh, which is that like as part of the Inflation Reduction Act from last year, Americans can get rebates of up to $840 if they replace their gas stove with an electric stove. Oh, wow. Okay, that is good to know. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow.
Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.